coming to the end of our series for Life in 500 Words about precious objects. They have been so interesting and so varied. I've been loving learning the history behind the objects you've told us about. Rebecca Brown's story is about a diary written during World War II by her great-grandfather in the Philippines. For as long as I can remember... My grandmother Magdalena has been telling me stories of her childhood in the Philippines. When she was about 14, she was abruptly withdrawn from school. A few days after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the Japanese bombed Iloilo, the city where grandma was born and raised. When I tell people this, they usually tell me I don't look Filipino so I remind them about the Spanish colonisation of the Philippines. When the Japanese invaded her city, her father, my great-grandfather, Carlos Carcelier, first transported the entire family, including extended family members, to the rural hacienda of his cousin, Jose Rivera. Then, when the Japanese began extending their patrols over the island, He moved the group into the remote mountainous jungle interior of the Panay Caldera, where they spent the remainder of the war in hiding. One night, reminiscing about her father's heroics during the war, Grandma told me to climb up into the cupboard and fetch the notebook from the top shelf. The book was an old, worn school exercise book, faded brown with age, It was titled, One of the Many Gorillas on the Island of Panay, 1943. And its 64 pages were completed in handwritten Spanish. My father wrote this while we were hiding in the mountains, Grandma said. The diary confirms Grandma's stories of Carlos's heroic rescue missions of both civilians and allied soldiers soldiers who had escaped from Japanese prisoner of war camps or who had crashed landed planes or become marooned, and the catastrophic accidents, falls and diseases such as tropical anthrax that left family members clinging to life, lives which were saved by the natives and their traditional medicine when Western medical supplies were unavailable. At one stage, this group of fugitives became so large in numbers that members left, fearing a larger group would be more easily detected. Sadly, these people were found and killed by the enemy. The diary describes Carlos's wishes to join the Filipino resistance movement that was emerging. He details an expedition to seek out the leader of the Visayan resistance, Colonel Mercurio Peralta, and describes being interrogated when he reaches the camp. The native soldiers suspicious as to why this white European wished to join their ranks. He answers this in his diary. Although I am not a native-born Filipino, this country has given me everything that I love and hold dear in life. Because of his education, language, writing and communication skills, the resistance leaders accepted Carlos, designating him as civil aggregado, a spy. He says in his diary that they gave him the alias, the Spanish gentleman. 
Carlos communicated by radio to the Allied command under General Douglas MacArthur, whose secret signals intelligence unit had headquarters in Brisbane, Australia. Carlos never gave up hope that MacArthur would return to liberate the Philippines as promised when he had retreated earlier in the war. Grandma says her father lived long enough to know that the Allies would be victorious and his family would survive the Japanese occupation. She said he observed MacArthur's returning fleet. Unfortunately, Carlos did not make it home and succumbed to blood poisoning from a wound. He was 56. Grandma is still alive and living in Australia. She's 93 now. And the diary has inspired me to write research and even travel to the Philippines to see and feel and experience the places that my ancestors walked and survived. Rebecca Brown with her story about a precious object, the last one in our series on this theme. Thank you to Kerry Dell for sound engineering on that piece. Our new theme for Life in 500 Words is My Happy Place. And some of you have been sending stories on that topic already. Thank you. I'd love to hear some more. Tell us about the place you go in your head when your brain needs a little break or your heart needs a little break from whatever is occupying you for the rest of the day. It could be an imaginary place. It could be a place you visited once and just fell in love with, absolutely. Or, I don't know, somewhere that you would love to visit. You know it's out there in the world and you go there in your head uh, while not having actually been there in person. Tell us your story about why that's your happy place. Record it into your smartphone, if it's 500 words or less, and email it to us. Our email is lifematters at abc.net.au and just pop my happy place in the subject line. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.